Hello and welcome to episode 8 of Two Guinea Hens. I'm Rosie. And I'm Gabby. And Luca is here too, so if you hear panting or anything weird or like whatever, it's just him. I'm I'm on dog duty this weekend, so. Or dog duty. Call back to episode 7 when Luca pooped all over the cage. Ooh, yeah, we haven't had that. All week, thank God. Yay. He's been on antibiotics, and that usually helps. His last pill was this morning, so everyone, prayer warriors, if you're out there, <laughs> pray that I don't wake up to a shit-covered cage and dog tomorrow, because I am just sending it all out to the curb with a sign that says free dog and free cage and free shit. <laughs> and I think she's serious. So, yeah. So if you're, if you're a sicko and you want to pray to get a free dog tomorrow, <laughs> pray for the explosion of the bowels. And if you want Rose's life to be good, pray for the dog not to explode in the cage. Okay, thanks, guys. Cage explosion. Explosion. It's extreme. <laughs> Luca would be a good wrestler. Would he? No, he wouldn't. He can barely walk. I know, he has no balance. Sucks. I am not a Star Wars person, but my fiancé is, and he says that our dog Luca looks like an at-at. Yeah, I don't know what that is. I didn't either, but apparently it's... Well, he did send me a picture, and it's... I don't know. It does kind of look like him. Here's what makes me mad, is I know what an at-at is, but I don't know what an at Because the Star Wars people make us know what these things are. They do. They bully (laughs) us into knowing what these things are. And they have, like, we're the jerks. Mm -hmm. You know a question I hate? Are you Star Wars or Star Trek? How about neither? How about neither? How about... Or how about both? Yeah. It's when people are like, Beatles or Rolling Stones. I know, that's just rude. Both. They're not even close to being the same, except they're all from England. Right. They're not even... Yeah, they're not. That's like saying um, fish and chips or the Queen. <laughs> I don't even know both, because they're from England. Is that the only thing they have in common? I'm going with fish and chips. Because I, I like the Queen. I mean, she's an old, you know, smarmy, rich monarch but yeah i was gonna say like do you like monarchies i don't know i don't know that i do or don't i mean listen not start jump rating getting political but you know when the election happened and we found out who our president was going to be i may have tweeted a plea to england to take us back or france either one of them because pittsburgh we could have gone either way true um but none of them stepped up to the plate to take us back no they don't want us right they don't I, you know where if I were going to move to a country, I've really been thinking about this. Not that I'm leaving the States. I'm a patriot. Mm -hmm. Am I? I don't know. I I like the act. Mm -hmm. But, um, or the movie. Anyway. Yeah. All of them. I don't know. It was terrible. The Patriot was the one where they can come into your house at any. And they can just like listen in on your phones and yeah. So they're basically Alexa. Yes. Oh, no, don't. Nah. Okay. Uh, (laughs) Guys, we're in the room with her and I didn't want to say it. And although that would. It'd be nice to have a, our first guest. She would be our first guest. <laughs> Maybe later, guys. Depends on how much wine we're drinking. Um, I don't know what I was going to say about Patriot Act, about... Oh, but did you hear there was a... He's just faking it. Okay. There was a girl who... Uh, their school... Like, you know, sometimes it's like pajama day, hat day. It was um, American Day. And this girl oh, wore yeah. a Make America Great Again t-shirt and hat, and they sent her home. And I do want to say, I don't think that's okay. I don't know okay either why did they send her home because they felt that just by wearing that it's divisive well i mean it is but then sending her home is also divisive i mean that's what i what think too. country are we if we can't disagree about politics and still be civil to each other and i don't know and i also was thinking about like when i was in high school and you know my favorite colors were red white and blue and also i was a little bit of a sarc i won most sarcastic like mm-hmm. what if she literally just wore it to be silly well, I saw well I don't want to be... 
Oh. Her guardian <laughs> or parent that was with her. Cretan. I hate to I mean, say it, but Cretan. Honestly, his features looked like, you know, when you were, when, if you ever babysat with like a little kid who was too young for Mr. Potato Head, and so he would put his nose where his ear was. <laughs> That's what her, her dad, guardian, brother, whatever it was, looked like. It was not. Yeah, I had to take... His nose was where an ear was. It was. Um, his mouth was where an eye was. I don't even know what happened. And he looked angry, but if your nose is where an ear is, you might be angry, it's too. True. Although, I mean, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what, I, what that would even be like. I mean, the love of my life was burned over 99% of his body, so I don't know that I have any normal... Rest in peace, Dave Dave. Oh, still sad about that. But anyway, Dave Dave. I'm going to pour one out for him. Um... But not that, because that was the end of the line. No, well, I'm going to drink this. Mm-hmm. I'll pour it out into my guts. Okay, good, good, good plan. Um, right. Speaking of guts, people who are going to become lawyers, oh, yeah. <laughs> what is this? Is this real? It is real. It is real. Kim Kardashian is indeed studying under an apprenticeship with an attorney in San Francisco to take the California bar and become a lawyer. So she's not going to go to law school. In California, you don't have to. There are, I think, six or eight states. Somebody on Twitter schooled me in this, so this is why I knew Oh, okay. Because I said the same thing. Somebody, this uh, attorney that I follow, um, Colin, I can't think of his last name right now. He's on the podcast Undisclosed, but anyway, Colin Miller. He, no, is that the guy from Saturday Night Live? No, that's Colin Joust. Okay, Colin Miller then. Tweeted that Kim Kardashian was doing this, and I wrote, wait, she has a bachelor's degree? I didn't know. And then someone schooled me and said, no, there are eight, six or eight states where you can apprentice and have a mentor lawyer who teaches you everything you need to know, take the bar exam, and become an attorney. Pennsylvania is not, not one of those states. But we should move. But I think, as particularly in this day and age with how expensive law school is, that should be, that should be an opportunity for many people. And for people who... Like, for me, I learn so much better doing yep. than sitting in a classroom. Same here. So, I think if I had the dedication and lived in a state where you could do this, I would think about maybe trying that. I So, you can even do that without a bachelor's yeah, degree. You don't even have to have any, any kind of undergraduate <sighs> degree. Please. I, but, I mean, it's not like it's a walk in the park. I mean, it's intensive and you still have to study a lot and, you know, pay for your books and, and whatnot, but... I mean, yeah. But if you pass the bar, you're in. If you pass the bar, you're an attorney. Yeah. Now, may I ask, she has the money, so why yeah. isn't she going to school? Why is she doing this route? Because she just wants to be a lawyer fast? That I don't know. I didn't read that much about it. But I thought what was funny, what always struck me were comments on Twitter about this, with people saying, well, yeah, but her dad was a lawyer. Mm. What does that even mean? I mean, our dad was a bartender, and if you asked me to make a... And I bartended and was terrible. Right. I will freely admit I was terrible. Why is it just because your parents something means you would be it too? Or you would be good at it? Oh my god, our mother could do everything and I can do nothing. Like That's not true. But, mo- okay, mom could literally draw Abraham Lincoln she and would. Mr. Gallius would be like, this is the best thing I've ever seen. And then I didn't draw it, but mom drew it. Like, mom could mom do a million things and I can't do. Yeah. Mom taught herself how to play piano. I know, she did. Oh, uh, Stanley Tucci's making an appearance. Hey, Tucci. Um, uh, well, for now, till Luca bullies him. Luca, oh. be nice. Be nice, please. So, uh, what could happen, gang? You mm-hmm. might hear a dog attack a cat. Not attack. They think they're playing. And then they thunder up the stairs, and Tucci jumps over his gate to get into a safe room. That's right. He has a safe room. <laughs> well, the spare room is Tucci's. Tucci has his own bedroom. He does. Because he's Stanley Tucci. He deserves one. He's Stanley Tucci. Exactly. 
Luca Brazzi gets a cage, like every good criminal. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so my wonder though, here's where I'm with the um, Kardashian thing, is that what grosses me out is that she could have very well paid this lawyer and been like, here's a gazillion dollars. She to take the bar exam. Okay. Yeah, so she might not pass it. But she, I mean, do we not believe that you could pay to, well, clearly. Hello, pay to pass the bar? And, yeah. And let's see how it Yeah, I'm just losing my faith in right. the wealthy. I feel like they get to do everything. Right. And now she's going to be a lawyer. Mm-hmm. I need to see if there's any state, fingers crossed, West Virginia, that lets you do that but for being a doctor. Because you and I know, with my skill set, if this was the olden days, I might be the town wound care doctor. Sure. You got a giant gaping wound? Go over to see my sister. Yeah, it's true. She's the house next to the other house. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I don't think that there are any medical schools like that, but you know what? You could start lobbying Congress to make some changes. Can I do that? Sure. Do I just show up to Washington, D.C.? Um, excuse me, Congress, I'm in your lobby. Not exactly. And I've got some stuff to say. <laughs> Not exactly. My sister said, lobby these people, so I'm lobbying it up. Um, Is that how that works? No, but we can discuss how it works later. And I minored in political science. Go Kim K. <laughs> <laughs> what does undergrad mean anyway? What does it mean? <laughs> what does it mean? I just, I feel like... This is like a real commitment, and I don't know how with a reality show and a clothing line and cosmetics and being married to Kanye and having like 12 kids, how, how could you focus on this? That's a good point. I mean, honestly, like I'm very curious as to how, how she could pull this off and do all those other things. Unless at this point she just has her name on shit and doesn't even like... Yeah, she's just signing. Day to day. And that includes her husband, Kanye. <laughs> Right. Yeah. Hey, speaking of Kanye, can I ask you a question? I feel like you'll know the answer to this. Sure. Kept seeing blurbs on uh, internet news about Northwest interrupting Kanye's Sunday service. Is he a preacher? Mm, I don't know that. That I've it's not. It's certainly possible, but I don't know anything. I don't know. You want to hear something? This is. I'm. Gonna, I feel guilty saying this, but this is the truth. Go on. When he formally came out as having bipolar, I was like. Stop using that as your excuse, bitch. And I know that's horrible, but like I don't, I don't like that kind of behavior being the face of bipolar. And it's like right. you know, some of us don't actually mm-hmm. attack Taylor Swift when she wins an award, and some of us don't think we're Jesus, mm-hmm. and some of us like. Right. And so I got a little like I can't do him right now. I need a break from Kanye. Or if, if you do that, that bell ringing. See, we train uh, Luca to ring a bell when he has to go out, but. He also uses it when he's bored, when he wants attention, and if he just, if he knows, if he wants to go outside, just to go outside. He just went out. Twice. Did number one and two, so he doesn't have to go. He's just ringing the bell to be a dick. Yeah. Luca, get over here. We have to pretend to play with him for a minute. Anyway. Anyway. So. So, yeah. So, I'm, I don't know if he's uh, a preacher now, but. It would, it would, it would make sense. Yes. Right. Well, a lot of the people in Hollywood, it seems like. Uh, when they are being really bad and their agencies are like, they need help, it's either rehab or church. Mm-hmm. And there's like this one preacher I know who like does a lot of work with Justin Bieber, and I don't. I wonder if like uh, yeah. maybe he's found maybe. the same guy, and he's like, we can help you, Kanye. It's very possible. But I don't. These are just speculation. Right. Yeah. Speculation. You know what I've, I realized when we I listen to our podcast back, we kind of talk out of our ass about a lot of topics. Oh, well, that's a lot of things I act like I have an authority and can say, and then I listen to it, and I'm like, I don't even know if that's even remotely accurate. But whatever. I mean, 
hey, you guys have access to Google. If you want to believe what we say at face value, that's on you. Good point. You know, hashtag 2GH. I don't know. That's right. Hashtag 2GH. Hey, I'm not Nostradamus here. I can't predict the future. I'm not Einstein. I don't know facts. (laughs) Did you hear that Jeff Rosella... Okay. uh, Yes, go on. Okay, so for those of you who don't live in the Pittsburgh area, we had a meteorologist whose name was Jeff Rosella. He, He recently, within the last three months was fired from the television network that he worked for. No one knew the full reason. There was rumors that maybe he had an affair within the company. Other people were speculating it was because he, a meteorologist, does not believe in climate change. Which, my whole thing is, you can study science, it doesn't mean you understand it, Jeff Rosella. Um, So now, he is not accepting that he can't get hired by a TV station and he's doing his own like YouTube channel of the weather, and it's kicking ass and taking numbers. He's nominated for best, local he's meteorologist. Nominated for best meteorologist out of his living room. And I still think of every meteorologist in Pittsburgh, he's getting the most traction right now. How does he not believe in climate change? I mean, science. Right. You could study it, but it doesn't mean you learned it. You can get a degree, but you don't understand it. I don't get it. I don't get it the resistance to believing like literally seeing is believing right i i don't know what to this is a man who studies the weather and at the end of the day he's like nope no changes what blizzard (laughs) (laughs) um yeah it it's bizarre I, I don't under. We, I wish we could have him on the podcast sometime. To Maybe we can because this is no judgment, Jeff. No, it's no judgment because we're I, not I really, scientists. I legitimately. I mean, anybody who doesn't believe climate change, I'd be happy to talk with you because I, I don't understand how. It's you don't believe it's real. Well, I feel like when the topic first started, and I don't even know if this is true. Is the early '90s when the topics are first started, or did the people were talking about this earlier? I think people were talking about it earlier, but it didn't like catch on. Because, I mean, I remember when you were, like, Miss Earth Day and everything. Like, because I was so young enough to be like, Rose is so cool. I want to be into the Earth. Um, But I remember, like, Grandma and Grandpa being like, I remember it was 13 degrees in February, but then 90 degrees. That's, it's always been this way. But it doesn't mean that it wasn't climate change. Right. That's, you know, temperature, whatever. Climate change is like, you know, how there's proof that the polar ice caps are melting. They weren't melting 50 years ago. There's proof that, like, tsunamis and hurricanes and monsters, all these things are happening more frequently. That's what's, you know, those are the things we should be scared about. The polar ice caps melting. Yeah. We should be far more scared of that than people are. I know. I know. When people, like, actually, like, get real about it, I can't breathe. Like, I start, like, suffocating because I'm like, I I, 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 I literally just keep thinking, like, maybe I'll be dead before it happens. Yeah. Like, it's, Who wants to wish that you'll die before? But, yeah. That's the one comfort of us not having children, is that we could be like, okay, maybe I'll be dead before it all goes mm-hmm. to shit. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's not good. Mm-hmm. But I definitely, um, you know, I, I, I started believing in climate change 100% when I read Alan Moore's Swamp Thing, because, Rose, if you litter, mm-hmm. swamp creatures will come and destroy the earth. Facts. Well, DC yeah, Comics. Novel, isn't it? Well, I'm just saying, but there's, it could be, all science fiction is based in science. Just because the word science is in it, I don't know that that's true. Our next is podcast it? guest will be Kurt Vonnegut, <laughs> and he will confirm. From the dead. If I could get a hologram. Why not? A hologram baseball card of Kurt Vonnegut? Do Kurt Vonnegut baseball, baseball cards? cards? Would you, 
Okay, we if we ever started a merch uh, section, would you buy our Kurt Vonnegut baseball cards? Because I would. I would too. I'm already in. I want one now. Kilgore Trout. That's good. Like that, we can only make one. And if you get the Kilgore Trout, your winner, winner, chicken dinner. If you get Kilgore Trout, then we'll like do something special for you. We'll podcast live from your living room. Lucky you. Anyway. And also, we're thinking of doing a live podcast this summer at the Brillo Box. Let us know if you have any interest in seeing this craziness live on stage. Yes, yes. Because yes, I have all the fun. dates that I want to pass by you, by the way. Yeah. Not right now, live. I do. I'll, I will plug Amanda's podcast, Longool. Yes. I was listening to an episode. They did a live episode. Um, and they were talking about this, the demon of Brownsville Road, which... Our Brownsville Road? Yes, our Brownsville Road. Um... So there's a house on Brownsville Road that a former county commissioner named Bob Cramner bought with his family, and he wrote a book about it, The Demon of Brownsville Road, because of all the things that happened while they lived in this house. It's bonkers. Do you believe it? (laughs) No. Okay. Um, I mean, I think maybe a few, like, I think there might be, you know, something going on there, but I don't think to the extent that he claims in this book happened. Um... But anyway, yeah, check out Gulong Gul podcast. Oh my god! And, and like, if you have no time to check anything else, listen to the one about the demon of Brownsville Road. I am in Brownsville all the time, and on Brownsville Road, and our father had a complete breakdown on Brownsville Road. Yes, Do you remember did. that? Oh, I thought that was in, I thought that was in the town of Brownsville when you were heading down south. I used to think that, but no, it was the Brownsville Road because coming back from a gig once, the same thing happened to me and I kept getting in this weird circle and I was like, this is what happened to our father. Remember when we got rear-ended coming home from Kennywood one time? Yeah. We ended up in Brownsville Road. Yes. Yeah, yes. It is easy to get lost on Brownsville because Road. Because it's, yeah, I don't want to get into the details, but it's not, no, Brownsville, the area is a whole other uh, depressing, cool. uh, mm. scary place. Well, yeah. And I'm not, I like no shade on the people that live there. I mean, it's just no. like the whole town is like no one well, was very a lot of western pennsylvania towns still very depressed because of you know mills closing and you know people just like the the yeah what's it the called economy the economy was, was destroyed it never was really able to refurbish itself so and then the people that stay there it's just so tragic and like oh yeah but they still have a working um drive-in in brownsville do they really? if we ever want to drive an hour and a half to go see a movie we don't we don't in our car no none of us have cars that we like enough to sit and watch a movie in no. Mm-mm. I've never been to a drive-in, though. You are kidding me. Never. Huh. And I don't know if I, like, I don't know if that's going to make my bucket list, to be honest. Interesting. I just don't know. I don't know if it's my cup of tea. I don't even like going to the real movies, so I really want to be a car or among a bunch of cars. You know how getting out will be right. horrible. I mean, going to the drive-in as a teenager was just a place to go meet boys and make out. Okay. Um, but so as an adult, I never, I don't think I ever went again. I just, like, ever since the invention of an iPad, I don't know any other... Like, that's my absolute favorite way to watch everything. Curled up, fetal ball, iPad in my arm. I would rather watch my iPad than the television. Really? Oh, my God. Most... Because I can be, like... I I just... I love it. It's, like, next to my... I'm, like... I'm, like, one of those little kids with their iPad. Like, my iPad is, like, my security blanket. Thank you, by the way. Yeah, sure. Um, But, yeah, I don't know how I lived without an iPad. I mean, I had the mini iPad, and I love that, too. But, yeah, my iPad is, like, my jam. Love it. I watched Fosse and Verdon on my iPad. Interesting. Which, what did you think? I really like it. I'm excited. I thought Sam Rockwell and Michelle Williams were amazing. But what do you think it's building up to in D.C.? Like the Kennedy Center Awards? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, And his death. 
Does he die right around that time? I'm not sure. Oh. Because it, when it keeps coming up, like, one year left, eight minutes Well, yeah, left, well, eight minutes left. But like, then when she's like, come on, Bob, let's go. And I'm like, yeah. maybe they're getting the Kennedy Center Awards. But I want to know. Like, this is what I'm wondering. Um, so, wait. Why don't you tell what the show is about in case no one has seen it? So, Fosse Verdon is a show on FX about the choreographer-director Bob Fosse and his second wife, dancer Gwen Verdon. Verdon? Verdon. Verdon, I think. It's one of those names that I feel like, no matter how I say it, it's wrong. Michelle Williams plays Gwen, Sam Rockwell's playing Bob Fosse, and the first episode is, um, he just wrapped up directing Sweet Charity with Shirley MacLaine, and he is uh, the director for the movie Cabaret with Liza Minnelli and Jewel Grey, and he's in Germany filming, and Gwen is back home with her daughter in New York, and it's all about the dynamics with them and how really Gwen was like... I mean, she was, not that Bob Fosse wasn't talented, because God knows he was, but she really, She was the maraschino on top yeah. that made it what it was. And they really wanted her to help with, with Cabaret, and, and she didn't come out for the beginning of it, and it, the filming was just going to shit until she came out. And saved it. And saved it, yeah. But, but there's so much more than all that, but... And while he's there, he's cheating on her, and so, so we're like, sort of, we're in the very, it's only one episode yeah, in. Um, but what I'm interested in with what they've presented us is it makes it very clear that she was crucial to his success. Mm -hmm. And so if it is the Kennedy Center Awards, is he the only one awarded? Oh, interesting. Because I, like, I'm trying not to get, like, feminist all about this, but, like, minute one, I'm just like, she's the talent and he's cheating on her, just like every man who feels insecure by his partner, he's gonna take it out on her, and I'm just, like, getting really psycho, but I just want to see if that's, like, yeah. sort of, like, if this whole series is to say, like, she was really awesome and never got the credit she deserved, by the yeah. way. Because, like, in an opening scene, they're working at Sweet Charity, and he's telling her to, like, do this one dance move called Breaking Your Legs, and then she does it, and he's like, no, it was better the way you did it. And then he chooses to use her choreography in the film. Yeah. So, I don't know. It's, uh, I'm interested. I think it's going to be a good show. But it has made me really nostalgic for that, like, time period of musicals. I was listening to a chorus line today, and, like, just... Did he direct that, too? I don't know if he directed that, but I think it was about... I thought it was about him. Him, right. Yeah. And in the movie, his daughter is in it, Nicole Fox. Oh, the girl that's being represented in, like... The little one yeah. in the thing. Because mm -hmm. she's cracking me up. She's, yeah. like, bad. Yeah, she's so bad. Um, but I guess if your parents are yeah. starlets, if that happens. So, yeah, but I so far, it's... I mean, I just think the world of Michelle Williams. She's Oh, she's so actress. good. Oh my, And I and love I, Sam Rockwell. I, I love always, him. I never was, like, crazy about him. I thought he was okay, but I really think he's amazing here. He, I fell in love with him in Three Billboards in Ebbing, Missouri. Oh, my God, I forgot. And not because of his right. character, but because of how good he is playing his character. Sure, he's not doing anything. He should be doing. Um, but I, I really Chuck Barris too. Did you see that movie about the Chuck Barris from the Gong Show when he was? A no, CIA but guy? somebody you you he were telling really me about good, yeah. that. Yeah, I w recently watched him get interviewed, and it was really funny because he's like, they were like, "Well, how would people know you?" And he was like, "Well, um, think of a lot of movies you've seen, and there's the lead guy. I'm not him. Then there's like a second lead. I'm usually that guy." Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, "That's actually kind of who you are." True. But he was so good in Three Billboards, so I was excited to see him as yeah. Bob Fosse because it's, like, so different. And his character killed me. Like, his character is a horrible person in the beginning, but there's such an arc. Like, Well, that movie's just that's, out of control. And, yeah. I'm a little obsessed with it. I have to stop. Like, if it's on, I can't not watch it. Well, it was on today, too. Let's put it on. No. <laughs> um, but I just, I adore Frances McDormand. She is just, like... She's amazing. She's just Pittsburgh's one... Pittsburgh's own Frances McDormand. One of the greatest actresses mm -hmm. who ever lived. Yeah. 
Okay, and we're back. Sorry, we had a brief timeout because Luca had to keep ringing the bell, which made me think maybe he really does have to pee. And indeed, he did. So Thank goodness. Yes. Sorry, Luca. Um, so. so remember last week when I was telling you how I was being such a flippity gibbet and I bought a bottle of hairspray yes, and I walked out of the store and it must have fallen out? Well, it, okay. So the other day I went to the store and I never do a human cashier. I always go to self-checkout, but I was just like, whatever, I'm going to go to a cashier. Swipe the Advantage card, and the woman goes, Star! And I'm like, which is our mother's name, and the Advantage card who it belonged to. And I was like, yes? And she's like, did you ever get your hairspray? And I went, wait a minute, what? And she's like, I checked you out, and you left your hairspray. And I ran after you yelling, Star! And you never turned around. And she's like, so I put it lost and found. They have it for you, and if for any reason they put it away, tell them, Karen set that for you, and then you can just go get your own. I'm like, you have no idea how you have just made my day. Like, I know for anyone else, $5 means nothing. I was devastated. I was gutted that I was such a flippity gibbet and I lost that hairspray. I can't thank you enough. I'm like, can I recommend you? So I got the receipt, saved it, because I'm going to write a whole big glowing thing for her. And then a woman behind me in line, like, ran into me, and she's like, did they have it? I'm like, they did. And she was like, that is so sweet. I'm like, seriously, that's going above and beyond it, Johnny. Like, why would you? Yeah, like, so thank you, Karen. Um, and I got my hairspray, so now I have two hairsprays. So. How about that? I know. Of course, Luke, who never plays with the, squee- the squeaky toy, it wants to play with it now, so sorry, guys. So we sorry. squeaking. It's the dog. Listen, we're a new podcast recording out of my house. We're doing our we're best. We're doing our best. We're going to try to get private mics and headphones and record it through GarageBand at some point. We're just not there we're not yet. yet. Yeah. We're using a Shure mic. And we will. And yeah. we did have some new listeners this week. From Brazil. We have a new listener in Brazil. Which I thought could possibly be our brother had an exchange student, and I thought it was his daughter. But um, that young lady lives in Bolivia, which is not Brazil. But, but we're going to do South American geography another time. Are they both in South America? They are. Well, then I was close. Yeah, not really, but yeah. Kind of. I mean, they both start with the letter B. Right. In South America. So I, that's enough. That's enough. Enough. But anyway. Anyway. Hello, Brazil. I can't speak any Portuguese, so all I know is to say good morning, which is bom dia. I don't even know that. So. But I. It's only because I had that um, Starbucks coffee mug that had how to say good morning in all different languages. Do you remember that? Yeah, I do remember yeah. that. So. Uh, and Spencer Tracy played a Portuguese fisherman in Captain's Courageous that he won an Oscar for. And they brought in an actual Portuguese fisherman to be his dialect coach. Uh-huh. And so Spencer would do his lines and he'd be like, uh, and then I went to go catch the fish, and the uh, the interpreter would be, or the you know actual Portuguese fisherman would be like, but Mr. Tracy, we don't say fish, we say fish. <laughs> and he was like, but I think it sounds better saying fish. And he did fish and did like he did his own Portuguese so dialect, and they brought in a coach. Yeah. Oh my god. He was definitely drunker than a skunker, and uh, yeah. And according to Catherine Hepburn, Spencer Tracy could look at a script once and have the whole thing memorized. Yeah. She's like, me, I'd have to labor over... Me, I'd have to labor over my lines. Sorry, guys. This is... Gab is an aficionado of Catherine Hepburn and Spencer Tracy, so if you are too, or you have any questions ever about old movies, she's the gal to ask. And dare I say, technically, I was Kate Hepburn's pen pal. It's true. It's true. True story. If you share correspondence, are you not pen pals? You are in my book. Did she... Now, you may hear crime is happening outside. (laughs) There's sirens going off. I live in the city. It's a true crime episode. It's an it's a it's the second safest city neighborhood in Pittsburgh. Is that true? It is true, Shady. So that's the first. Beach is the second. And I would think they're the two most dangerous. 
Shadyside right. always has like the Apple store gets like constantly bricks thrown through it. Oh my god, like once Arvin was working and someone threw a brick and like just stole everything in the store and the staff was like losing their mind. That's a true story. I don't know, I might have made that up. I think maybe. I might have had a dream. I don't know. I'll see Arvin on Tuesday. He's not working there anymore. I don't know if I can give all the details. Really? It's not that he doesn't work there. He's taking just a leave. Okay. He's allowed to take a leave. It's written. It's okay. So we can make more films. Good. Perfect. So, so the Blank Fort Sessions are coming back on YouTube. Wonderful. And it's a reality show, so you might have to come here and film this. He can do that. Filming us podcasts. How fascinating for everybody. I don't know. Would people like that? I don't know. Can I say that I'm really nervous, though? I know we, I bring up Speechless every episode, but tonight's the finale, and it could be the real... It's not going to be. Think positive. <laughs> I can't even... like Every time I say that, I'm like, this could be it. This could literally be the last episode tonight. It's not going to Do you be. really believe How that? Dan is coming. You really believe that? Yes, I really believe it. Sorry if you couldn't hear me. I put it's my blank. It's such a good show. How could ABC be that? Just how? Well, they moved it to Fridays like a bunch of jerks. But I think I mean remember when you were young and on Fridays. I love Fridays. Watch TV on Fridays. Oh my god, that, that show with Patrick Duffy and all those kids. Oh, I love that show. Wait, but that's not the one I'm thinking. I was thinking Family Matters. But though, what was that one called? Step by Step. See, yeah, I love Step right. by Step. Cody, the so cousin. There's probably a lot of people that watch it. Just yeah, to, you know. and Boy Meets World. You're acting like you you didn't even bring up the most important TJ Friday show. Boy Meets World. Boy Meets World. I wish they'd that make was a movie. On a major network. I always thought that was like a cable show. I'm insulted. It was an ABC TJ Friday. It was the anchor show. Ben Savage. I didn't know that. I thought it was a cable show. Wow. What's that other, what was Fast Forward? That was a cable show. Now you're making fun of me. No, I'm not. Because I did love a lot of shows that came out of Canada. Fast Forward was one of them that was on Showtime. Ready or Not. Remember Ready or Not? With Busy, it was the two girls. Flash Uh, Forward was the two boys. Okay. Yeah. But then I also... Or was Flash Forward with with, with Ben Foster? Okay. Who has gone on to be a great actor. Yes, true. I also loved... I can't remember if it was called... I think it was called The Stevensons. I don't remember And and, um, Shia LaBeouf was the lead. Oh my. And one time, Bob, our brother, criticized me for watching Flash Forward with Ben Foster, and I remember saying, that kid's going to be the next Tom Hanks. He's not the next Tom Hanks, but he's, he's been in good. a lot of movies. He's a good actor. And he's in a great TV show, Southland. I forgot he was that in was that. Ben, oh, no, that was Ben McKenzie. Now, yeah. Oh, I'm sorry, I backed that up. But he was in a lot of movies. Oh, yeah. He was in 310 to Uma. Yuma. Mom loved him. That's he was the bad movie. guy. And then Shia, hello. And I remember saying to Bob, like, that kid is going to be a huge star. And he was like... You should be watching real stuff. Because I was like 16 and I, you know. You were a young 16. I was a very young Don't 16. Be so hard on yourself. But I think like sometimes our brothers would be like, you're in honors classes, but you act like an idiot. And it was like, well, I am also an idiot. <laughs> I think that was a very good example of why siblings who are in their 30s shouldn't still live in a house with their siblings who are in their teens. <laughs> Right, I mean, wow! Don't you? Wow, I never thought of it like, this way. You should have been able to have your childhood and not been criticized right. constantly. Yeah. Jeez, why do I have anxiety? Yeah. <laughs> Always jumping. Our dad's dream was to like own a restaurant, and we all lived upstairs of it. Like even as with spouses or children, like we, you know how in The Godfather where the family has like the compound. That was what our dad wanted us to all live by each other, which is funny because. <laughs> When I was growing up, before Gab was born, the neighborhood we lived in lived across the street from my uncle, aunt, and cousins, next door to my uncle, aunt, and cousins. Grandparents lived minutes away. Like, we had that family around us, and they hated it. They hated having family all up in their business every second. And so we moved. And yet, I guess he thought somehow his family would be different. Yeah, dad was weird, like, dip, like... 
because we belong, like, to, you know, the, uh, I need to say this in a way that we're not, like, but I think in our father's brain, we belonged to him. Mm-hmm. So, like, we, it was different, and he was like, I want you all with me always. Mm-hmm. And it was just like, that was what it was going to be. Right. And then he goes and dies on us, so, and yeah, then we tried to all stay together, and we were all loony toonies because we all needed mental help. Yep. So, guys, yeah. if someone dies, get grief counseling, and yeah, don't wait. Sure. Don't for wait on sure. it. Sure, right. Like, you don't think you like, can. Oh, I can do this. Yeah. People die all the time. I can handle this. Mm, maybe you can't, and it's okay if you can't. Right. Like, and you know what? If you haven't lost anybody close to you, I'm very happy for you, and... You know, I'm, I'm hurting for you already for the one that day comes, but try not to judge people who are dealing with grief. Everybody deals with it in their own way. And even though you think somebody should get over something, it might not be that easy for them. And just try to have a little, little shred of humanity for them. Amen. You know? I, you know who they interviewed recently were the families of the Bloomfield police officers who okay. were shot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And one of the family members said the exact, like it was the wife of the one and he, she just said, I know people think I should already be over this, but I, I'm never going to get yeah, over this. Like, this is... She's like, I thought death was something you could get over until it was my husband. I'm I'm sorry. I'm never getting over this. Yeah. And I thought that's how it is for some people. Yeah. And that's okay. Mm-hmm. And you don't have to get over it. This was someone that was the world to you, and right. they're not here anymore. That's a hole in your life that you have to live with forever. It's like losing a limb in a way. Right. Um, so, yeah, I just... It's, you know... Yeah. It's okay to get help. And another thing I would also say on that topic, if you have lost somebody, you know what you go through. You lose somebody, you start seeing a new counselor. If they start saying stuff to you that you're like, no, 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 hear me, hear what I'm saying. I've been through this before and they're not listening, Mm -hmm. that's a sign. Pay attention. Your counselor should be listening to you. Because I remember with my counselor, who I don't see anymore, right away I was like, I'm going to present really well for the first year. It's year two. I'm going to go nuts. I know how I do this. Mm -hmm. And then in year two, our brother died. And so I went really nuts. And then she was like, oh, I do think you're bipolar. Well, Mm -hmm. lovely. I was the whole time, but you wouldn't listen to me. So Yeah. Yeah. So just advocate for yourselves, no matter what. Advocate for yourself and don't be ashamed. Yeah. Don't be ashamed. People tell you you need to get over stuff. They don't know. They don't know you. They don't. So... Do it in your own time, y'all. I know. I was already thinking about when I'm an old person, God willing, I get to live to be an old person, and how what I know now from, like, mom, I would not let them do crap with me. Because, like, right now there's a super bug going around nursing homes and hospitals because, I mean, they will give an old person an antibiotic for everything. And then guess what? Then they can't find anything. Mm -hmm. So I just could see myself being like, no, I'm not letting you do that. Mm -hmm. No, you're going to check this first. I refuse to take antibiotics for anything. Ditto. I I forget the last time I had to take one. What it was for. Oh, I think I, my tooth was infected. But, like, otherwise, no. Our mom, God bless her. I know. In but... the 80s and 90s, she would just call her doctor and be like, I have a sinus infection, I need an antibiotic, and he would call it right in. And I think that is so irresponsible of a doctor. Yep. So irresponsible. My mom's doctor, she could push him around like nobody's business. Oh, yeah nobody's business. And prior to that doctor, her doctor was our pediatrician who she wasn't really there. She was there on a visit for us and be like, hey, could you give me a, uh, a prescription for an antibiotic? And he would. Right. Because right. that's... Cause we, were, we knew we were poor and yeah. felt sorry for us. Um, but yeah, so, no, I did see that about that. Now, in fact, I was just having a conversation with my neighbor who is an older woman. She's retired and she bought me this cute plant. You'll have to see it. It's on my window still. Um, and she had been in the hospital. She was getting fitted for hearing aids. But she had to spend the night. I don't know what the deal was, but they're amazing. You can't even see them in her ears. They're remarkable. Oh, my gosh. But she was just saying how, like, when you get older, they stop listening to you. 
And she said at a certain age, gynecologists won't even give you a pap smear anymore. They do it like once every five or ten years. Which I find to be ridiculous and despicable because every woman knows female cancers... They show no symptoms until it's too late. Yep. So you have to get those tests done. But the law also says, so like if you, because this is what they've been telling me every year. If you are clean and you do not have HPV, you don't have to get a pap smear for like four years. Yeah. And so I'm all, insurance won't cover it. So you... I'm always like, please, please, please. So I've like somehow been able to get them sometimes, but I still go in for my exam so that they feel my ovaries. Because mm-hmm. here's the thing. And if Sorry you're a guy, uh, Dan... I mean, this is real life. You know what I mean? I'm, you should know this stuff about your female partners or whatever. And also, dudes, you need to just give me this. A doctor takes her hand, puts it up my vagina. She goes, I'm feeling your right ovary. I'm feeling your left ovary. I keep expecting you to come out and like pull like the like the ribbon from a clown. Like she's going to be... And then I've got a green by Smash and it in your face. That might be listening that has daughters. Yeah. That's what we have to go through. Um, yeah. Right. Like... It's, it, there's no, it's no picnic. Yeah. No picnic. From the metal that is to, Just, yeah. yeah, it's we're horrible. Be, yeah. So anyway. My first time I broke out in hives. True story. And the bit, the moral of this part of this was the world doesn't care about old people. No. But the world doesn't care about world. women. I shouldn't say the world. I think it's the United States. Cause I feel like in other countries, specifically in like Europe, um, they seem to take care of their elderly. Do they do. I mean... I don't know. We've I never been to Europe. Right. This is another one of those. <laughs> I know in France, they're very good. Really? I don't know. I'm I just making really it up. Know. But I did see a story about, um, I want to say it's a, a dormitory for college kids in Amsterdam, but it's combined with a senior citizen home. So like the floors are mixed. So the I would have loved that. And it's been like insanely helpful for everybody. I know. That's why I want to go live at St. Barnabas now. St. Barnabas is terrible. They just hosted um, that Judge Jean Pirro or whatever. I don't even know what that means. She is a super Trump lover. Um, she has a court show on TV. Rose, who do you think can afford St. Barnabas? Which Trump supporters. <laughs> okay, so I need to find a Trump supporter to marry me and let me get into his St. Barnabas. If you're 92 and you voted for Trump and you're looking for a little side piece named Gab, I'm for you. <laughs> Uh, newsflash, I like old men. It's true, she does. <laughs> I always did. I'm just not interested in anyone my age, or younger, or even five years older. That's true. true you need to at least be 10 to 15 years older for us to even start talking. Mm-hmm. If you aren't completely gray, go away. Yeah, I an observation, tell me if you agree, because yeah. it's been very rainy here today and moist. I think the house smells like mushrooms. Like fun mushrooms? No, like mushrooms. No, I didn't think so either, because I'm totally stable. Small mushrooms? No, I don't. You but you've, dog. you've been smelling things since I got here. Well, because now that we have, we have two pets and dogs, especially when they're wet and he was out in the rain, I feel like bringing a certain odor. I truly... I would just be very embarrassed if my house smelled and I didn't know it. This is the God's honest truth. When you guys first got him, he smelled. He Did does he? not smell now. Oh, what? Christmas, it was a smelly hot mess. <gasps> really? I literally thought the worst thing that ever happened in Christmas was Luca. But oh my here's God. but then he rebounded so fast. That, I'm just being honest. Truth or dare. Hated him. He was the opposite of Jesus Christ on Christmas Day. He was literally like Beelzebub in a goddamn basket, yeah, pissing bad. while we're open presidents, and he smelled like a wet dog. And he was he like violated our Oh, yeah, and your Ten-year-old niece. Yeah. It was too much. Um, but now I love him, and he's the sweetest doggie in the whole world, and I don't think he smells at all. Aww. Yeah. It was not his fault. It was the people you bought him from. They sure. were like... Well, he lived in, like, a stable or yeah, something. Yeah, they let him live in a stable and just shit whenever he wanted. He didn't know anything. 
that's not true. He was crate trained. Oh, I thought they were abused. Oh, no, no, no. Oh, God, no, no, no. Oh, okay. They were very good breeders. I would highly recommend them to anybody. We're not um, naming them. Because I, I can't remember the name. Oh, oh I remembered it right now, but <laughs> I won't say it just in case. Like you say, Marius. <laughs> Marius and Green Tree. Still dumping oil. Are they? I don't know. Well, no, because they got, like, something went on. Oh, really? Yeah, Gina said that people went there to talk to them and were like, you need to stop. And if it happened again, but it was going to be... that container where they put it all is still overflowing. That thing hasn't been emptied. I don't know how any... I don't know grease laws. What I'm surprised about... Any Pittsburgh listeners, if you know anybody that had, drives a biodiesel car, there is a vat of vegetable oil that is just waiting to be... Is that cleaned. how that works? Yes. So, remember Henry wanted to convert one of his trucks to a biodiesel? I think my friend Neil has biodiesel. Is that the same if you have a Jetta? (laughs) (laughs) Um, I'm not sure. Hey, hey, y'all. You know anything about cars? Let us know. I know it's not, but... I'm telling you, he has one of those special where it has green by the uh, gas tank. It's just, um, no. It's not even a hybrid. It's just like, no, it's not. All right. No. I can't text him because we Neil, use our phone, my ne- phone. Neil can't. If we put vegetable oil in Neil's gas tank, his car would break. And then he'd be really mad at us, probably. I think. And he's at a music festival, so we could probably get over there Where and try he? it. I don't know. Some music festival I've never even heard of. I don't need to do that stuff when you have a baby. I think Beck goes with them. No way. He's a cool baby. He parties. Well, he was at the party last Friday. Yeah. He, I mean, he just put him on one of those, what are those things called where you put your kid on you? A Caboose? Sling? Canoose? A backpack? You know what I'm talking about. Baby Bjorn? That's it. Okay. He, so he wears Baby Bjorn, and you just take the kid to the festival. It's not like Coachella. That o- oh, okay. But, I mean, it's like Firefly. See, I don't think I could do that if I had a kid. I'd have the wriggly, squirmy, screamy kid, and it would just be... It's like, it's like when I have the idea of taking Luca somewhere, and it seems like, oh, here's a good story about <laughs> taking Luca somewhere. Luca's a dog. The other day I did take him for a walk and we have a new coffee shop in my neighborhood. So I took him for a walk and we go to the coffee shop and I poke my head in and there's no one in and I say to the owner, I'm like, do you mind if I just bring him in to order and then I'll leave? She's like, of course, no problem. As long as the health department's not here, you're not listening to this health department. (laughs) Um, So I go in, I get a vanilla lavender latte. Was it good? So good. So I'm taking a few sips. We come outside and there's an older lady going next door to the senior center. Luca loses his mind pulls me, my latte spills all over oh. the front walk. Did they make you another one for freezies? They did, but and I made her give me a big thing, a pitcher of hot water so I could clean it all up because I was, of course he immediately wanted to lick it all up. Which, oh my gosh, goofball, yeah. why do you want so, to go after the old lady? He just, he loves people, he wants everyone to play with him. Is there not something at the coffee shop where you could chain your dog or is that so dangerous? I would never do that. We paid a lot of money for him. If he got if he got dog napped, <laughs> I mean, but what do you think the odds are of a dog getting dog napped? Kendra's dog got dog napped, but that was the eighties. I don't know. I don't Everyone know. was getting napped in the eighties. I don't want to take that chance. Stranger Danger was invented in the eighties. Everyone was stealing things. Everyone loves stealing kids, animals, kids, animals. Well, there isn't anything outside, I and mean, there's like bike racks, but I don't want. I I don't. I didn't feel comfortable doing that. And the owner was like, yeah, "Of course, just bring him in." You know. But you, you can't obviously stay with him. I feel like, but we go to that um, bagel shop in Green Tree, and they let that guy bring his dog, and the dog walks on tables. I know, that's gross. And I've wanted to say something, but then everyone likes to play with the dog, so I didn't know what to say. The dog is cute, and it's a little baby dog, not like this um, Marmaduke. But walking on tables. That is gross. Uh, I, hey, I, I have a feeling a lot of our listeners are dog lovers. Let us know if you think it's okay for dogs to walk on tables in restaurants. I'm just curious. Yeah. 
It just, when I worked at, I'm not going to say the restaurant I almost did, I used to work at a restaurant and uh, some people would try to sneak their dog and they put it in their like Gucci bag and I'd be like, I know there's a dog That's in there. That's just not cool. On like, every level. Yeah. You're suffocating a dog in a Gucci bag. You have your dog in a Gucci bag. You have your dog in a $500 purse. Like... That's what's wrong with capitalistic society. Yeah. We also had a woman who uh, literally breastfed a four-year-old. And he could walk and do everything. He talked. He walked and talked, and she breastfeed him at the thing. And I would lose my mind. And I'm like, I know I'm supposed to be tolerant. I know I can't handle it. Like, I would lose my mind. If you're, in my opinion, I don't have children. In my opinion, if your child can unbutton your shirt to get to dinner, he's too old. No. Too old. No. He has the dexterity to remove your shirt. <laughs> no. He can be eating solid foods, and he should be. Because yeah. now his teeth are probably soft, and he can't even work his jaw. I'm, I, I, I can't be a part of that world. And I was on a bottle till I was seven. And I, Six. But, well, occasion second grade, if I had a bad day, she'd let me have it. Well, that was a secret to everybody then. Because we knew about when you came home from the first day of school, and we're like, it was a bad day, and she gave you a bubba. It lingered into second a little bit. That's weird. That well, takes it up a notch. I also couldn't I tie my I shoes in that. second grade. Huh? I also couldn't tie my shoes in second Why? grade. I don't... Shannon taught you how to do that. And it was at the end of second grade going to the third because mom was really upset about that. She's like, but you have to learn before defense, third. Velcro shoes were really big. Thank you. And I loved Velcro shoes. Velcro shoes and um, digital time pieces. That's why you... Thank you. I don't... Thank you. You get it. Like, we were not meant to. We have an analog clock at our gym. Oh. Sometimes I'll be like, sis, I'll be dying. I'm like, how much time is left? And she's like... 40 minutes? I'm like, oh, we've been here for 40 already. I ate it. Classes are an hour. So. I'm sorry. And this is, you know, right in if you agree. I don't think they make the hands different enough for anyone to know. Like, literally, it's so off. I'm like, how am I to know which one's small? They both look the same. So I look, and then there's a stupid second hand. I mean, I lose my mind. It, I, they all look the same to me. I'm literally looking at, like, three of the same line, and I just want to start sobbing. Yeah, so. Look how, I, I just got so. I know. I just did a speech on anxiety know, today, and the kids were like, how do you get on stage? I'm like, I can do stage. I just can't tell time. Please don't ask me to tell time. There you go. <laughs> don't ask me to open Boom. mail. I haven't had mail the last two days. Why? I don't know. It feels weird. Well, you know what they say, no news is good news, and I believe that about mail. Okay. Especially in slow months where you don't have a lot of income. Okay, good point. No mail means no bills. Yay! I needed that Unless this month. bills come electronically. They don't. Well, there you go. Though. Yay! I needed that this month. No bills. Yay. But I'm also waiting on a check, so that's not good either. Yeah, that's not good. Did you sign up? No. Do you guys know about the United States Postal Service informed delivery? It's the greatest thing ever. You put in your app, you put in all your information, and every day they email you what's going to be in your mail. Now, if I were the kind of person that was waiting on people to send me checks, I would want to know. I would have to wouldn't want to have to rush home to check my mail. I'd just be able to look at my email and say, "Oh, it's not in today." But someone in this podcast, and it's not me because I'm not telling you about it, just won't do it. I'm going to have to sign her up myself. I and then you'll just tell me when my letters are coming? No, I'll give it to your email. But you'll probably get emails that say USPS informed delivery, and you'll be like, junk. Liars! People trying to stalk me! <laughs> yeah, I'll go crazy. So, anyway. But my birch box is coming. That's exciting. So Do you love it? I love it. So, for my birthday, Rosie got me birch box. Rosie and John. Rosie and John got me birch box, which means uh, every month I get a ton of. Well, to me, it's free. Uh, free makeup. Mm-hmm. And uh, last month, I got this thing that you had given me some, but I I fell in love with it more now that I own it myself. It's like a leave-in conditioner thing, but like on days where oh, like... By Uwaiu or something? or 
I don't know the brand name, but like it's like if a day, like if I shower at night after the gym, but then I'm going again in the morning, I'll just spray that in my hair just so it's like, yeah, yeah. you know, it's not like frizz town when I get mm-hmm. to the gym. Not that anyone cares. Right. We all yeah. sweat like dogs at the gym, but mm-hmm. yeah, but I love that. And, um, oh, I love the lip gloss I got last month. Well, I've used everything I got last Yay. month. There's not one thing I didn't use. I'm so excited. And I got the plump lippy guys, which I love. Oh, Do you fun. use those or you just give them to me? I haven't used them yet. Oh my God, I love them. Oh, good. Well, I have chapped lips all the time, so I need, like, well, I don't need, I get that, that's, like, first world problems. I need face masks, no one needs that, but I like the lippy ones. I, I should use one. I bought this lipstick, I bought it in, like, January, and I just got it this week. It's by this um, company called Lip Slut, and they make, their lipsticks are called, like, the one I just bought was Notorious RBG. Oh, cool! And I had bought one previously called um, F. Trump, but I'd given it to a friend for her birthday. Uh, they have another one called F. Hollywood and F. Kavanaugh, and then the Notorious RBG. And it's, I love it. It's a great color, but it, it's one of those um, all-day lips. Oh, so it bleeds. Oh, and dry. So badly, so I should use one of those tonight. I, the one that drives me out is the one you gave me, but I love it, the Sephora dry one. I guess it's dry. Oh, the powder, yeah. But I'll just, when I put it on, I, I just put chapstick right over it, and it, it works. Oh, nice. Okay, good. Yeah, I love that one, too. Cool. So I don't know what I'm getting. I know it'll tell me, but I just like to be surprised. I do. You don't even look to see what's coming. Oh, I did last time, but I kind of, this time I was like, I might let myself be surprised. And do, like, an opening on YouTube or something. There you go. That could be fun. Yeah. Yeah, neat. Okay, Birchbox. Well, like it. We're not sponsored, so we're not telling we're not you to order it, but if you exactly. like makeup and you like to try new makeup, this is a really good organization for you. And I did Birchbox and Sephora play back when I had a job, um, and I have to say, I think I like Birchbox better. Because Sephora would be all, Well, Sephora has all different products, yeah, though. Yeah, a bunch of good stuff, but I don't know. Something... I just... I enjoyed getting Birchbox more. Speaking of makeup, and I know I love this man more than you do, but I feel like if you, like, started buying his stuff, you'd be like, I love this guy, Jeffree Star. Okay. So Jeffree Star has this new palette that was supposed to come out, I want to say maybe a week ago, and it's, um, I think it, it's not called Blue Ivy, but everything about it is blue. Like, the lipsticks are blue, the highlighter is blue, the shadows are blue, like, everything, a blue blood is what it's called. Mm-hmm. And, like, these are some of the most gorgeous blues I've ever seen. And uh, with him, he doesn't like things to be leaked, and all of a sudden, like, stuff was getting leaked. Well, what happened was his makeup warehouse was jacked mm. and people stole all of this but they only specifically stole one of the highlighters and then we're and they're selling it on the black market so like you could buy his highlighter right now he's begging you not to and if you do buy it he'll buy it back from you but it's been this whole drama and so i think today he might have finally released it even though it was supposed to be released earlier wow. but this apparently happens all the time there are like black market makeup thieves who go and they'll just go steal an entire something and then put it out before the release of the makeup. And I had no idea. I mean, he's had the FBI at his studio. I mean, he's, like, losing his mind. I, he did this whole video, like, just, like, gutted because he... Or is it a marketing ploy to get people to buy the stuff? I don't know. Because he's in shorts. So he's like, I'm not losing the money. I will get paid yeah. back for this. Hmm. Um, and, like, his boyfriend is, like, such a, like... That's a whole other situation. But Nate is just, like... Michigan, and he's just like a dude, and I keep thinking like he's gonna make Nate in charge of security, and things are gonna get crazy, like mm. like blow torches and Matt, like you know they're gonna have their own little army. Like I just I, I'm very nervous to see what happens with all that, but I just thought that was interesting. There's like that a whole black market for high end makeup, isn't that interesting? And I think Rihanna might have had something happen to her because he and Rihanna are very close. Like she always sends him his her stuff. He's a big. What's her product called? Fenty. He yeah. He's always. I like everything of hers. I've bought that lipstick. Oh, for both I love of it. It's one of my favorites. Yeah, I still have. Yeah. Well, you one my first one broke, and then you gave me another one, so I have a full one, and then I used the th- brush you gave me to do my lippies. Yeah, but that's better when I'm tan. Yeah, yeah. 
Guys, sorry we went on a whole makeup tangent. I know, weird. And people who like have known me my whole life, it blows their brain that I love makeup, but I really do. It's fun. It's like another form of art. It is. It definitely is. And it makes you feel like like for us, like in the summer months we have color, the winter months we do not. So I just like to give myself a little color. And there's nothing wrong with that. I can't help it. I feel healthier. There you go. And it, it's better than going to a tanning bed. Amen. So Which we don't do anymore. Mm-mm. Anymore. No. <laughs> Anyway, so anything else going on this week, sis? Um, this week... No, I mean, it's Holy Week. Oh, yeah. Holy Week, Batman. I haven't made one fella go, and I have not even, like, prepared it all for Easter. Um, I'm not really excited about it. It used to be one of my favorite holidays, and I'm just like, nah. This, Although, talking with Gina today at the gym... And she like, was killing mom. me. It was yeah. making me miss mom, grandma, really everybody, yeah. but at the same time, too... And I know that it's not, I shouldn't be doing this, but, like, the Catholic Church has ruined Easter for me. No, it shouldn't be that way. And it shouldn't be that way. Jesus is separate. But that is what I've known. And so, and I really, we were at a party last week, and my friend had uh, hot wings on the buffet, and I was pounding them, and a bunch of my friends were like, I'm not eating them because I'm not a bad Catholic, and I just went psycho. Mm -hmm. She said I was there. Because I'm like, I'm a bad Catholic? What about all the rape? Like, Mm -hmm. yeah, you know what? If you're going to stop touching kids, then I'll, I'll... Stop eating meat. But until you can do that, I'm going to keep eating meat. Right. Like, I, I am so defiant of the church right now. I'm like, fury. I know. So, I get it. I don't, like, I'm just not in an Easter mood. Sorry, Jesus. But I still love Jesus. It has nothing to do with that. I know. I, I understand. I totally get it. Well, that's the only religion you know. Yeah. It's sort of like, it's hard to, you know, make peace with the holiday and the man as opposed to everything that we've known in tradition. I don't know. Yeah, I'm real. I'm real messed up. I know you really are. But this year has been worse than ever. I feel like with the the big the local the Pennsylvania diocese. Oh, that was horrible. You know, dossier that came out naming like priests that we know. Or yes, like, priests that married our brother's yeah. wife. I mean, you know, that was that hit pretty close and was was much more real. Yeah. than the th- things that were happening in Boston. I mean, even though that was terrible when it came out and we found out about it. It was far away. It wasn't us. But then this was like... And the amount of men on my Facebook page who came forward and like... I mean, it was just... It was horrible. It was horrible. It was horrible. And um, and then to find out they were raping nuns and making them get abortions and how horrible they make women feel mm-hmm. for that choice. Like, I just... Oh, by the way, did you hear what happened in Ohio? I did. Hey, yeah. don't get accidentally pregnant in Ohio, you guys. Right. Because um, it's not going to work out. So... But I bet if you're rich, you could still get an abortion. Yep. Yeah, of course you can. Yeah. Of course you can. Hey... Maybe episode nine, we'll go down the abortion route. Probably Maybe not, because we want to keep it lighter. We, yeah. we've, we're trying to be funny, and I feel like, were we at the same We were in the we beginning. We were better than we were last week. We were real angry last week, you guys. Yeah. I had just, we've both just been fired for different reasons, so we were in bad places. I hope you can you muddle through with that, with us. And I think you all have accepted that we both deal with mental illness, and that sometimes... Well, yeah, like I wrote a column uh, two weeks ago and someone was like, that was a different tone for you. And I thought, well, I have a mood disorder. So my mood is all over the board. And why, as a writer, why would you want to have the same tone all the time? Thanks, Rose. I mean, thank you. Also, did you happen to notice any of the common threads on my ghost column? Mm -hmm. Well, two guys, two guys who were like, "Mm, I guess that's why you don't write me back and made sad faces are two people that I have to ghost because they're overbearing and nightmarish. And yes, if you read that and that's what you took away from it, I'm glad. I'm glad. And I didn't even comment on their comments because I'm like, yeah, that's what I'm trying to say. One of them, I'm not going to say his name, but at one point I had blocked him. He created a fake account to follow me. 
And then I'm like, well, I guess I'll, I'd rather you be your real self so at least I know it's you. Right. So essentially you forced me into this, just for the record, man. Yeah. But yeah, it's really messed up. Wow. That's weird. Yeah. And then people who didn't read it and were like, I think ghosting zombies wrong. Except in some kids say, well, yeah, read that's my column. Read the article. Don't comment on it if you're not going to read it. Oh my God. But that's, that's social media. Yep. I mean, any articles that the New York Times, Washington Post, you just see the headline and people are just ragefully commenting. And then you'll get somebody who's like, well, did you read it? Because that's what it said later on down in the, co- in the article. Recently, someone went psycho about something. It, oh, it was Lady Gaga. Uh, doing a PSA with Joe Biden, but it was from like 2015. Right, right. And they're like, can you believe this after everything? And I'm like, did you happen to read when this was from? Okay. Mm-hmm. Maybe do a little, read the article you're reposting. Mm-hmm. Just at least do that. Right. What is wrong with people? Right. Oh my gosh. I have a friend on Facebook who I, I love in real life. I mean, I do. And I, you know, but she reposts what is so clearly fake news. I mean... I'm just like, how do you, why are you reposting, are you reposting this to be funny? You're not. You actually are reposting this legitimately. And it's so clearly fake. And I, I just, it kills me. It kills me. I am limiting my, my social media. Like I have to. Yeah. Like I can't be on Facebook. I remember I went off. Mm Mm-hmm. And then everyone's like, I thought you retired. I didn't have gigs for the whole time I was off. So I'm like, I guess I got to go back on. Literal teachers were like, we thought you made so much money you retired. Yeah, you pay me in PTA cupcake fund. I'm never retiring. I'm never retiring. But anyway, join back. I just can't go on it. Like, it really messes with my brain more than anything. But I did want to say very quickly, if you are in the Pittsburgh area or if you're online, next week... PGHCitypaper.com, I have my Q&A with Jen Kirkman. Ooh, yeah. And I did ask her questions about sexism and advice she has for people who are targeted online specifically because of their gender. I asked her a lot about being, like, more of a a political comedian and, and how sometimes, you know, mainstream clubs don't want to book you and how do you navigate that. So it's, I think it's kind of an oh, interesting... I can't wait. I can't wait. Interesting little interesting. Q&A, so check that out next week. You know I will. Thanks, sis. Sure. So, well, uh, 720, so how much time till speechless starts? Uh, 720, we have, uh, one hour and 10 minutes. Right. One hour, 10 minutes. Till, you stay and watch it together. I'll watch it together, yeah, with you. But until right. the, it better not be the last episode it's ever. Not it's not gonna be. It's, it's not. not gonna be. Hashtag renew speechless. Pull it together. Renew speechless. Watch the show, but even if you don't, you know, you're not gonna watch it, just get on social media and just, like, even just retweet our tweets. Please. Just let ABC Come on. know that this show should stay on. It's really good. It's not just hilarious. It means something. And when do you ever get that in a TV show? Very rarely. Please, 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 please. I'm begging you. For me, guys. Please. Begging. She'll have to hear about it. I It'll will. be bad. It will be. You don't know my OCD. Oh, my God. <laughs> I just... I... <laughs> I'd have to be the one to break it to her. I will have to read Variety every week for the next, until we know, until the fall lineup comes out so that I can be the one to break it to her. And I don't want that job. I don't want it, you guys. Okay? I'm crying. But it's not going to happen. It's going to be It's going to happen. It's going to, promise me, it's going to be fine. I can't make that promise. Oh my God. I'm not in charge of programming at ABC. How can I make that promise? <laughs> can't you call Les Moonbeams or whatever his name is? He was at CBS and he was ousted for being a Me Tour. Oh God. Well, I don't know who's in charge over there. Call Mini Driver. Do something. Damn it, Rose! Sorry. Uh, guys, we're going to pull it together. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm going to get a brown paper bag to breathe into. She's not hyperventilating. Okay, we're fine. I think everything's fine. Everything's fine. We did two episodes this week, guys. I hope they were okay. I hope you enjoyed mostly most of them. <laughs> 
We hope you mostly enjoyed most of our two programs. And if you didn't, I'm sorry. We'll try to be better. Here's the thing that I didn't realize when I was working is that when you're not working, life can be really boring. Yeah. I mean, I'm you know looking for jobs and I'm doing my writing and trying to update our, our website and stuff. But yeah, it's like, I feel sorry for John because when he gets home, I'm so starved for human attention that I've become our mom. Aww. Hi, how's your day? What are you doing? Do you have plans? This is what my mother used to do to me when I would live with her. I'd walk in the door and she would just... And I... My brain would explode and I've become that person. It's full circle, girl. Mm-hmm. Full circle. Or I take the dog for walks and have conversations with him and then people like come up behind me and I don't hear them but they have overheard me having a full conversation with my dog. Uh, oh. Yeah. Bye-bye. Guys... <laughs> Um, are you looking to hire someone? <laughs> hire my sissy, please. Walking the dog, and he was starting to sniff something, and then it looked like he was going to eat it, so then I had to negotiate with him how I will let him sniff, but he can't eat this stuff because it hurts his belly, and then all of a sudden the guy just passed me walking to the subway, laughing out loud at me, and I was Aww. like, I'm sorry, I have to negotiate with my dog. <laughs> Pardon me. <laughs> the guy walking in the subway wasn't your future husband, was <laughs> No. <laughs> that had been awesome. Oh man! So anyway, yeah, guys. But I well, also feel like Rose and I are Sunday, maybe. I don't know. We'll yeah, I think we might. Yeah, it's Palm Sunday. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, and but I think we both are in insecure places because we're apologizing to our listeners. And you know what? They could have turned it off. So I don't feel sorry. You have a choice, listeners. If we oh, suck so nice bad, our I'm being nice, but I'm just saying if you're we're boring not, you, you could turn it off. Mean. I'm not being mean. And you're abrasive. you're <laughs> apologizing, and I'm just saying there's no apologies. Okay. If no they don't apologies. like us, turn it off. That's true. I do that for most podcasts I listen to. Listen, that's the thing. That's the thing. We are your friends that ask nothing of you. Nothing of you. And so you don't have to listen to our bullshit. Yeah, we're cool with it either way. Next might be better. I don't know. We might have three next week. We might have one. We don't know. That's the thing about your friends. Could be Kimmy. Could be Sal. Not always. No. My friends, you know. Oh my God, drain the hell out of me. Sorry, friends. Currently, my core group of friends don't. But I've had periods in my life where... I've had friends that like go on and on about the same shit over and over, and finally I'm just like, I, I can't deal with this. You have to shut up. Yes. I just can't. I'm going to ghost you as my friend because your mouth bores me. Yeah. And if that's what we're doing, ghost okay, us. Okay, cool. Check us back in a couple weeks. Yeah. We'll be better. Yeah, what we're saying is no pressure. No pressure. Again, no pressure. No pressure. We love you guys. Thank you for listening. And um, yep. maybe we'll talk to you in a couple of days. Maybe next week sometime. I don't know. Either way, we're your two guinea hens. We'll Bye. see you next time. Bye. <laughs>